Hey y'all, I'm Kim. And I'm Joanne. We are the registered dietitian nutritionists and hosts of Nutrition Lifestyles with Kim and Joanne. So we wanted to tell you what our podcast is all about. Our podcast is designed to educate and excite conversations in women's health, food, nutrition, wellness, and cross-cultural health topics. Every week, we'll discuss proven techniques with an entertaining flair to energize you and encourage you in your journey to a healthier, physical, mental, and social well-being. So hold up, hold up, Jay. We're going to tell them what this means in other words. So our podcast doesn't only focus on the black and white of food and nutrition, because you know if you have a problem, your problem is almost always a different shade of gray. Am I right? right? For instance, one can argue that kale is healthier than spinach, but is it really though? In Nutrition Lifestyles, we're going to take you on a journey. We're going to teach you how to break down the latest craze in food when it comes down to pop culture. So if your goal is to live a better lifestyle and you are interested in becoming a better you, then listen to this episode to find out how. And also subscribe to Nutrition Lifestyles with Kim and Joanne on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And don't forget to share this with your friends. So by the time you listen to this episode, you are probably beginning to prepare for Thanksgiving and the holiday seasons are in full effect. So hi everyone, my name is Kim. And I'm Joanne. And we are going to be discussing how you can fix your plate for the holidays. So during this time of year, it's a time to spend time with family, with friends, and also with a whole lot of food. So before you season your turkey and you smoke your ham, Mm -hmm. we have a Friendsgiving episode for you. During this time, there are three back-to-back holidays, which is Thanksgiving, Christmas, as well as New Year's, that can really influence your lifestyle. So we are going to go into a little more about that. So I'm sure you guys have seen the TV show, Iyanla Fix My Life. So if you haven't seen the show before, what Iyanla d- does is that she uses her past to help others overcome their personal struggles and to become a stronger and better person. So today we're going to do something similar, but we're going to do the food edition. So we're going to be looking at four of the five food, food groups and how you can fix your plate during the holidays. The main food groups we're going to be looking at are vegetables, fruits, dairy, and grains, because I feel like they're the most popular entrees um, when you see foods being served during the holidays. So go ahead and imagine this. Imagine that it's Thanksgiving, maybe it's Christmas or even New Year's Eve in your mind's eye, and you sit down to eat dinner with your loved ones. And the first thing that catches your eye are the sides. I mean, come on, the side dishes is what really makes the meal, am I right? You're right. So the vegetables is the first food group that you see. And during the holidays, popular vegetable dishes may or may not include greens. You have casserole dishes, uh, cabbage, asparagus, yams, and the list goes on and on related to the variety. So typically, vegetables have absolutely no flavor, unless it's like a horseradish or something that has like a peppery, spicy flavor to it. So unless you're eating a radish, vegetables need butter and or salt to enhance the flavor. And typically, a copious amount of butter and or salt is added. So during the holidays, we want to enjoy ourselves and not have to worry about health. 
But since this is Nutrition Lifestyles with Kim and Joanne, we are going to discuss how to make these dishes healthy as well as tasty. Yes, we are. And guys, if you hear somebody whimpering or sound like somebody's eating, that's my little baby right here eating. Aww. I'm a breastfeeding mom and he's breastfeeding right now. Do your thing. So one thing you need to remember is that it takes planning to cook a health conscious meal. One way you can fix your vegetable dish- dishes and to make it a little healthier is by preparing your vegetables with half the salt. So instead of using butter, mix it up by using oils like olive oil or canola oil, for instance, which are high in omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. And these have been known to protect the heart. And you may also consider leaving out the meat out of your vegetable dishes. I know we're used to putting meat in our vegetable dishes, but you may consider leaving them out and using herbs, for example, if you choose to cook your greens with meat. Kim is going to give you guys some examples of what you can do to make them a little bit healthier. So during this time of year, ham hocks are popular. Um, Ham hocks are typically high in fat and they give off a very distinct flavor. Some people may even eat ham hocks because it is a part of their overall culture. So we're not trying to take away your culture or your identity from you, but one way that you can make ham hocks a little healthier for consumption is to trim off and toss the visible fat and also boiling the ham hock in plain water for just a little bit so you can get off all that extra grease and then throwing away that water and then transferring the ham hocks to your greens. Right. We're definitely not trying to take away your traditions from you at all. Just giving you guys a few tips here and there. So don't come for us, y'all. Oh, don't do it. We're not trying to remove the culture. (laughs) (laughs) So when it comes to fruit, fruits, we are typically seeing them in our dessert items during the holiday. Um, You have your apple pie, which is very classic, your Waldorf salad, ambrosia salads, your fruited cheesecakes, um, even your alcoholic beverages will have fruit in them. So... Mm-hmm. During the preparation of all these foods I just mentioned, it's popular for us to add tons of sugar, unnecessary fat in the form of lard and mayo or margarine, and mm-hmm. even infuse our fruited beverages with alcohol. So it's common knowledge, and we all should have heard this by now, that excess sugar and alcohol intake can cause heart disease and diabetes. But let's focus on alcohol a little bit. Consuming a lot of alcohol will raise your blood pressure levels and can lead to increasing your risks to various types of cancers. So the question is, how can we fix this? Well, here are a few things that you can do. How about using half the amount of sugar in the recipe that you're used to using instead of the full amount? Using half the amount of fat in the form of lard or mayo or margarine instead of using the full what the recipe fully requests or recommends and when it comes to the sugar part you can also substitute the table sugar also for something like a cane sugar and maybe doing some recipes you can even add maple um, syrup to it instead of using the full sugar, depending on the recipe. It depends on the recipe in that aspect. But those are some of the things that I would do when I'm cooking desserts to try to decrease my intake of the processed white sugar. Also, when it comes to alcoholic beverage intake, men 
in women, it differs from the amount that we should be consuming, the recommended amount. Men should have no more than two drinks and women, we shouldn't have no more than one. That's the recommendations. I know we tend to do a lot more than that during the holidays, but those are the recommendations. And in a previous episode, we posted on Facebook the recommendations for men and what exactly it looks like so you guys can have a visual. I'm a visual person. So we posted that on Facebook. We're going to repost it for this episode and we're going to include the information for women also so that you guys can get a clear picture of what we're saying when we say one drink for women and two for men. Exactly. And then also something else, especially for the alcohol recommendations, is just make, if you're an alcohol drinker, just make the non-alcoholic version of your favorite drink. I remember, here goes Kim's, Kim's story time. <laughs> I remember um, I went to an HR class and, you know, especially during the holidays, there's always these parties and there's always these alcoholic beverages with coworkers. And something that the HR representative stated is, you know, if you're going to drink, I will highly recommend that you do not do it because when you're drunk, you're drunk and you're going to get yourself into some HR issues if you say anything or do anything inappropriate. (laughs) So he was saying what he does and he was like a senior VP HR person is he just drinks the non-alcoholic versions. So that is something that I personally do, especially when I'm around coworkers. Mm -hmm. Mm. No alcohol consumption for me. Um, I typically don't drink alcohol anyway, so that is not a problem. But for those of you out there that do love alcohol, consider it. Consider it. Right. My my husband, he doesn't drink a lot of alcohol either. So I usually drink around him because I can trust him with my life. So... (laughs) If I overdo it, <laughs> okay, like for real, for real. So let us move on to the dairy group. So we're still in our mind's eye. The next thing that catches your eye is probably like the macaroni and cheese or the scalloped potatoes or even the eggnog. All of these have some form of dairy in them. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even going to lie. Before I became vegan, these were my go-to items. I believe like, it. Meat really wasn't making it for me, but I loved me some cheese and some milk. Those are my go-tos. So all these foods, um, whether it's the butter or the cream that you're using, dairy adds a lot of fat and also a lot of flavor. And also dairy is a good source of calcium. So calcium is especially important for women because mm-hmm. as we age we are more prone to bone weakening, a bone weakening disease called osteoporosis. Additionally, there are certain populations that may be lactose intolerant. Yep, you guys may already know this. Most of the black population and even the Asian population are intolerant to lactose. Exactly. So what is the solution to enjoying this food group during the holidays and making sure that you're getting your calcium? So there are a few things that you can do. Number one, you can try lactate milk. This is a type of milk that is free from lactose. And lactose is that milk protein that causes all the stomach upset associated with drinking regular Mm, cow milk. mm. So drinking lactate milk will still give you the nutritive benefit because it still has all the calcium, but it's going to take away the bubble guts from you guys that are lactose intolerant. Uh, The second thing that you can do, which is very popular nowadays, I mean, it's on every corner. I even think the other day, Joanne, I went to the dollar store and I saw me some soy milk in the dollar store. What? Yes. (laughs) Out of all places. 
So you can try soy milk, cashew milk, almond milk, or whatever nut-based milk that is on the market nowadays. I've been beating it like a dead horse. I'm vegan. (laughs) And I'll probably continue to say that throughout the episodes. But I always choose a nut milk. And I get the one that is marked, quote unquote, 50% more calcium than dairy milk, just to make sure that I am adequately consuming calcium. And finally, the third thing is instead of using butter, try olive oil or any type of vegetable oil spread. And regarding that eggnog, I think Silk has a holiday version of eggnog that is pretty good. They do have one. I've, I've had it before. And there's some other brands that have it too. And for us, in my um, on my camp here, we do nut milk um, ourselves. We don't really drink regular cow's milk. We do regular cheese, but we don't do regular cow's milk. And for us, since I have little ones, I look for nut milk that has a high amount of protein. And for us, that's pea milk. So we do a lot more pea milk here than anything else. So lastly, what we're going to talk about is the grain. So grains are pretty popular in the holiday meal. Examples that you guys may have um, when it comes to grains, maybe um, the pastas that you're eating, the mac and cheese, Um, Even the stuffing may have greens in there. So the ways that you guys can make these dishes a little bit healthier is by choosing maybe brown rice instead of white rice, Um, a whole grain bread instead of a white bread when you're making your stuffing and your dressing and maybe using enriched or even whole wheat pastas. One example for me, I try to mix it up a bit so we don't always do gluten-free everything in the house anymore we did for a period because we were treating um, my second child but now we kind of mix it up so I'll sometimes do all gluten-free pastas or all whole wheat pastas or sometimes I'll do half and half I mean to be honest with you that's just something I do as well I like to mix my gluten pasta with my non-gluten pasta that's just my preference I think it tastes better right So now we want to give you guys an example of how we doctor up a dish to make it a little healthier. So me personally, it's always difficult for me to find a vegan dessert. Mm. I have to drive an hour, hour and a half out of town just to get a good vegan dessert. So something that I do like to make for the holidays, and I only make it around the holiday season, is some type of pie. So this one is a sweet potato pie. I'm not going to tell you guys all of the portions, but I make the crust from scratch and the crust typically contains oats and pecans. It has brown sugar, cinnamon, um, salt, as well as melted coconut oil. And I just put that in my, my food processor. And then for the filling, I use sweet potatoes. I mean, you can buy the sweet potato puree, but I just like to boil my own sweet potatoes. A little bit almond milk, um, more sugar, uh, cornstarch, you have your vanilla extract, your nutmeg, Mm. put my cardamom in there, put a little salt, a little cinnamon, and Mm. yeah, you just pour that in the crust and then you let that, that bad boy bake on low heat for about an hour and you let cool let it cool and then it it firms up very very nice and then something that i do as well i don't make this from scratch but there is a particular brand that has a coconut cream whipped topping 
And I put that on top and bam, that's my holiday dessert. Yum. That sounds delicious. <laughs> so for me, the mac and cheese is a fave here with the kids. And we make um, macaroni au gratin, which is basically baked macaroni. Mm, say that um, one more time. Um, macaroni au gratin, right? So um, for me, I mix it up by using regular cow's cheese with nut milk when I'm making my macaroni and cheese, the baked macaroni and cheese, just so that I'm reducing our intake of dairy a little bit there because we don't tolerate it as much Mm. in my family. So I try to mix that up by doing the nut milk and regular cheese. Also, another favorite for us in the Haitian culture is cremas. So cremas is almost like an eggnog, but without the eggs. So it looks, it's like that milky looking drink and it has alcohol in it. I usually use Haitian rum, but in the last few years, instead of using the milk ingredients that are typically found in there, I've been making it vegan. So I've been, I know you guys are probably thinking vegan and you still got alcohol in there, but hey, <laughs> I'll use like, instead of um, regular uh, cow's milk or carnation milk is what the ingredients, the regular ingredients have in there. I'll use coconut milk and coconut cream. And there's even coconut condensed milk. So I'll use that instead of regular condensed milk when I'm making my climas. And that's a typical like, um, drink that you'll see, you'll find at most Haitian households during the holidays. I did see that they had the coconut condensed milk. I haven't tried it yet. It's good. Is it? Because, you know, here's my thing. I, I'm used to the regular cow's condensed milk. Like, I used to just eat that thing right out the can when... <laughs> For real. So I'm afraid to try and be disappointed. Is it comparable? It's, it's, it's good. It's good. I mean, it's very sweet, just like condensed milk is. I've used it. I've substituted it substituted it in just about um, most of my recipes that I use condensed milk in and it's very comparable it doesn't I don't see much of a difference okay I'm gonna try it Joanne try it out but guys this is it for this episode so we basically spoke about everything except the turkey but we definitely want you guys to rate and review us right here on whatever platform you are listening to right remember to give us five stars leave a comment and also share this special pre-holiday episode with your friends and loved ones thank you for listening Have a good day. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. If you haven't subscribed to the Nutrition Lifestyles podcast, please do so. Most importantly, we want to extend a special invitation to you to join the Nutrition Lifestyles with Kim and Joanne Facebook page and the Nutrition Lifestyles pod club. You were not meant to do this alone. It is important for us to surround ourselves with people who mirror positivity related to health and nutrition. So all you have to do to follow our page and join our private pod club is hop on over to Facebook and search for Nutrition Lifestyles Pod Club and the Nutrition Lifestyles with Kim and Joanne page. Click on the join and like buttons respectively, and then you will gain access to tips to jumpstart a nutritious lifestyle, a tribe to cheer you on your journey, hot topics on health and nutrition, and also it's a hub to connect with me and Kim. We are really looking forward to mingling with you. So see you on Facebook.